I'm Erica Lacasse, and this is the Messy Messianic Mama Podcast. Today we'll be talking about health and wellness. Stick around for some hope, healing, and maybe even some laughs. Welcome once again to another Messy Messianic Mama Podcast. Today is the 26th of December, 2022. I hope you all had a fantastic Hanukkah. Last night was the last night of Hanukkah, and I know for my not-immediate family, they celebrated Christmas, so I hope that you all had a good holiday as well. This week's tour portion is Vayigash. I don't know if I spelled that, I pronounced that correctly, but we'll go with it. It means he approached, and I have the tour portion here, just I put it somewhere different. Genesis chapter 44, verses 18 to chapter 47, verse 27. And then you have the half tour portion, which is Ezekiel chapter 37, verses 15 to 28. And Luke chapter 24, verses 30 to 38. And it's the continuation of the story of Joseph, which, as you all know, is one of my favorite people in the Bible. But today I'm going to be talking about health and wellness. And doesn't that sound like such a dry subject? I'm not sure I would click on it if I was looking at a podcast. But that being said, I have been going through quite a journey. It actually will be nine years this December, I think. Um, and if not, then it's eight. But it's it's been a long time where I've had a lot of different struggles, allergies, uh, skin reactions, my gut's not been happy. I'm sure some of you can relate to this where you might look like the epitome of health or maybe just look like you're fine and or healthy, but the reality is you're very sick inside. And unfortunately that has been the case for me for at least eight years. So it has been a very, very long journey. And I think, and I'm praying, praying that it it's true. We finally found a functional wellness doctor who is taking me to have the right tests done and asking the right questions to get the right answers to find out what's actually going on with me, even to perhaps a molecular level. It's rather refreshing to go to a doctor who seems to actually have some answers. And when they don't have answers, they can simply say, I just don't know. I don't know how many times where I've been optimistic and unfortunately been disappointed. But as you know, every single year, um, I, I do pray for some sort of word or focus or somewhere for, for Adonai to lead me. Like, what is my focus for this upcoming year? Now, of course, he can give me more than just one focus, but I like to say, Lord, like, where is it that you're guiding me and you're leading me? And last year, I just kept hearing purpose and plan, purpose and plan. And I've been doing a lot of that this year. So he was absolutely right. And this year, I, I keep hearing health, health and healing. And I'm believing not only for myself, but for anyone else listening and anyone else who wants to, to receive that health and healing. And we're, we're on our way with me, myself. I just found out I have a stomach infection that I had last year that I thought I had gotten rid of, but evidently all those lovely major antibiotics that they put me on did not actually kill the bug. And not only that, but I also have infections, infections in my small intestines and my large intestines as well. So needless to say, my gut, my abdomen, 
not happy. And because of that, it affects other areas. If you do not know, your gut is directly linked to your skin. Did not know that until I started having my problems, which is why I have to be very careful about what it is that not only am I putting in my body, but on my body. And with all that being said, I actually am going to discuss something with you that I have been involved with well over 10 years. And I, I'm not one to really promote a certain company or, or anything like that, but this is um, something that has really helped me with my walk, dealing with all of these different health issues that I've been dealing with. First and foremost, my personal relationship with Yeshua HaMashiach and with Adonai and with the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, reading his word, delving into his word, finding answers there, knowing what to pray for, and also just thanking the Lord for what I do have and not just simply dwelling on the things that I don't have. And one of the things I have not really had is my health. Obviously, there are people out there who are way worse off than I am. And I pray that that there would be a miracle in your life and there would be some rapid, immediate healing that could only be explained by Adonai intervening on your behalf. And I believe that for myself as well. That being said, I also believe that Adonai can put people in your path to help you get the healing that you need. Sometimes it's not always instantaneous. We don't like it to be, but sometimes it's also Adonai working through other people he's placed in your life. For me, one of those people was actually somebody who introduced me to essential oils. And I know some people are kind of wary of it. Some people are really into it. I will say this, I have done my due diligence when it comes to essential oils because I have to be so careful about what I put in my body and on my body. I did research on it. I was trying to find the right company to buy essential oils from because you don't want to just go to your local grocery store and pick up oils because 10 times out of 10, there's going to be some sort of filler inside of those bottles. By filler, I mean you're not getting the pure oil. They're placing something else in there to add to the amount so they can charge you for that. And it's not necessarily anything that you need to put in or on your body or even diffuse in the air. A lot of times um, you'll find that in foods as well, where like even in cereals, I think there's a one point, I know I'm a conspiracy theorist, but at one point there's like, they're putting sawdust in cereal as one of their ingredients. Look it up for yourselves. Don't take my word for it. That being said, I also want to throw out this caveat, this warning. I'm not saying that essential oils is a cure-all be-all. I'm not a doctor. I cannot give you medical advice and say this is what will cure you. I'm simply telling you what works for me and what helps me continue to live day by day as healthily as I can and happily as I can. Now, one of the best oils for a lot of people is lemon, lemon essential oil. I can't use that because I'm actually allergic to lemon. So imagine having the condensed version, the even more powerful stuff actually touch my skin. No bueno. So I don't actually touch lemon oil. It's fantastic if you can to use it for cleaner. It helps to cleanse the air. It's an antibacterial, um, antimicrobial, I believe as well. So it's really great for cleaning, even cleaning clothes, that kind of thing. I, however, cannot use that. So the other one that, that is a big winner for a lot of people is lavender. However, I will tell you that 
genetically speaking, my family, especially the women, we have very sensitive noses. And one of the things that I'm very sensitive to is floral scents. Lavender is super helpful, especially when you've had, um, if you've got a cut or um, you need some sort of healing on your skin, lavender is fantastic for that. I myself try my very best never to use it simply because even using it gives me a headache and it's not lavender's fault. It just, I happen to just have a very sensitive nose and floral scents do not do it for me. That being said, the other one, so that the pack that I get from my company that I, I use, typically the intro pack is lemon, lavender, and peppermint. Peppermint is my all-time favorite oil to use. But before we get into all of that, for those of you who think that oils might be a bunch of huey or hooey, you might want to go and read your Bible. Because I cannot tell you how many times just frankincense is mentioned. Leviticus 2.15, Leviticus 24.7, Exodus 30.34, Song of Songs 3.6. Sorry, something caught my throat. Uh, Song of Songs 4.6. Song of Songs 4.14. Revelation 18.13. So it's just uh, amazing to me. And now, of course, most of you who are well-versed in the, in the word know that probably the most not well-known place in the Bible where frankincense is mentioned is also where myrrh is mentioned as well. And that you will find in Matthew chapter 2, verse 11. And when they came into the house, they saw the child with his mother Miriam, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they presented to him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. These were precious gifts, expensive gifts. And I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, even today, you can see that in the price of frankincense and myrrh. Because they are very much sought after, but I would say frankincense is more so than myrrh. But however, that, that, that being said, I kind of want to go back to, um, even my husband was not so sure how he felt about these oils until, um, I actually had a woman come to my house who sold the oils and was talking to me about them. It was trying to get me to, you know, sign up for her thing. And I know they call it the, what is it? One of those triangle schemes or whatever. But for me, I don't buy the oils to help further somebody else's plans in their lives. I do it because it helps me. And if I can help somebody else along the way, then I'm happy to do that. I did some research and found that the two companies that were the best that did, as in did not put fillers into their oils was doTERRA as number one, and Young Living. Now, for those of you who don't know, doTERRA actually branched off from Young Living. So Young Living used to be like the mother company and um, doTERRA kind of branched off of that. I myself use doTERRA simply because they were scored as the best when it came to oils with that, in that regard. I want to make sure that I'm putting my money where my mouth is and also making sure that I'm spending my money on the actual genuine article. I don't want a second rate item that's going to affect me because they decided to put a filler in there. So 
I did want to kind of give you a little bit of fun information about the oils that I use that help me that I use literally on a daily basis. Now I do rotate out some of these oils, but one of the oils I will tell you that I do not use on a regular basis is actually myrrh. One, because it's really expensive and two, because it, it comes from a resinous tree or shrub. I cannot even pronounce the botanical family name. It's, you know, one of those scientific names can't pronounce it. However, it's like a gum resin. So when it comes out of the bottle, it's really thick. So it's really hard to get it out of the bottle. And it's just, it's not something, I, I don't mind the smell. It's actually a very nice smell, but it, it just isn't my jam. It doesn't necessarily work for me. However, I will tell you this, that there's a whole list of things that it may help with. And the body system that is affected is, is the hormones, the immune system, and the nervous system, and your skin. It promotes awareness and is uplifting. And actually, you'll probably note with all of the oils I use, I think almost all of them are or are uplifting. Now, my all-time most used oil is peppermint, which is funny because if you actually know anything about essential oils, is that peppermint you have to be very careful with. You do not want to place right on your skin because you could actually have a reaction. Like it could actually feel like it burns you. So typically you want to um, add another oil to it or something else to it to make it so that you can obviously put it on your skin, which is what I do. I use, um, lotion that I buy also from doTERRA. I, I buy a lot of products from doTERRA from their laundry detergent to their mouthwash, to their shampoo, their conditioner, you name it. I probably have some form of doTERRA in every aspect of my home. I mean, shoot, even in my, um, my wash for, my dishwasher, um, my, not my dishwasher, my, my hand soap there, but also my dishwashing liquid soap that I use to wash my dishes. I also have there as well. Now for peppermint, it's got so many different uses. And I have once again, a handy dandy book that's called modern essentials, a contemporary guide to the therapeutic use of essential oils, which once again, this does not mean that I'm telling you, this is what will cure you. There are some that you have to be careful of. You don't want to put on and then go right outside because you could actually cause the sun to like you a little too much. But it, it's good to be, if you're going to use oils, to be knowledgeable in what it is that you're doing. For me, for the particular oils that I use, I do a pretty good job. Peppermint is great to diffuse. It's great to ingest. And it's also okay for you to put on your skin as long as you typically have a carrier oil with it. Um, one of those things would be uh, fractionated coconut oil, which doTERRA also sells. So basically liquid form of coconut oil. You could just buy a big jug of coconut oil and melt it down and then you've got your carrier oil. For me, the only time I do not use peppermint is during the winter time. I actually switch it up and use a couple of other oils, which I will discuss. I did want to let you know, peppermint is so awesome, it actually takes up two whole pages in my book which is not normal. Most of them only have one, but it does affect the digestive system, the muscles and bones, nervous and respiratory systems, and the skin. So obviously it covers a lot of areas that are very important and definitely for me as well. Now, what I do not do is I don't typically use peppermint all by itself. I also typically add it with tea tree or melaleuca. The historical uses for tea tree is the leaves of the melaleuca tree or tea tree have been used for centuries by the aborigines to heal cuts, wounds, and skin infections. 
with 12 times the antiseptic power of phenol. It has some strong immune building properties. And I love tea tree also because it helps to keep the ticks away. Ticks do not like the smell of this stuff. They also are not super big on peppermint either. So I feel like it's a double whammy where I do not have to worry about getting those nasty things on me. Now, this oil could help burns, digestion, hysteria, infectious diseases, mites, and ticks. And it affects the immune and respiratory systems, muscles, bones, and skin. So once again, it's really helpful for skin. It's, it actually helps to heal if you've got a wound or whatever. It helps to heal it as well. It's kind of like lavender in that, that sense. At least it has done so for me. Now, you obviously want to be careful when you're putting on these different oils. Like I've already said, the carrier oils, which is really good to have for the peppermint. Tea tree itself does not really affect my skin. The only oil that really um, could affect it if I put it on all by itself is actually peppermint. I've actually tried putting it on the back of my neck before and man, did it burn. And uh, so I haven't done that again, but I will tell you this. So during the winter time, my favorite mixture that I like to put in my lotion is wild orange, which is my all-time all favorite smell. It just, oh, just such a good thing. Now, I'm sure you all know, but smell, your olfactory senses are directly connected to memory. So when you smell something, it can connect you back to a memory. So it can remind you of a time of days gone by of when you were out in at the beach and had a, a yummy orange. I don't know if that's why I love oranges. It's probably not. We really had grapes typically at the beach. However, I really love the smell of wild orange. It's fantastic. And the other caveat is you may not like a certain smell. In fact, it may repulse you because it reminds you or connects you to a memory that maybe was negative for you in your life. And I have yet to really find that particular smell. There are certain smells I'm not huge on. I will say that's not true. Fennel. I do not care for this, the smell of fennel. It reminds me of licorice where my dad used to have a open bag of licorice in his car and his whole car reeked of the stuff. And I've never been a fan of licorice. So that would be my smell that I do not necessarily have a good memory in association with. However, wild orange is a whole nother kit and caboodle. It is fantastic. It is a calming and uplifting smell to the mind and the body. It affects the digestive immune systems, emotional balance, and the skin. And I mix this with frankincense, which is end-all be-all oil in my opinion. It is fantastic. When you mix frankincense and wild orange, however, it actually, you can even put a couple drops in your hand and just smell it. It actually helps to lift your mood. I suffer from depression sometimes, and especially in the wintertime when it gets dark out. It is fantastic when I have this smell on my body at all times. It actually helps lift up my mood, so I'm actually not as likely to be depressed, which is amazing. Historical uses for frankincense is a holy oil from the Middle East. As an ingredient in the holy incense, it was used anciently during sacrificial ceremonies to help improve communication with the Creator. The French medicinal uses are asthma, depression, and ulcers. There's a whole list of things that you could use it, also use it for, but the body systems it affects is the emotional balance, immune and nervous systems, and the skin. Again, 
This oil helps to focus energy, minimize distractions, and improve concentration. It eases hyperactivity, impatience, irritability, and restlessness, and can help enhance spiritual awareness and meditation. I love this oil. It's also one of those really cool things that can actually... See, I know... I know that I've read it. Varying sets can may also help a person have a better attitude, which is, which may help to strengthen the immune system. Ah, there it is. It contains, I'm going to butcher this, sesquitopenase? I don't know. Enabling it to go beyond the blood-brain barrier. It may also help oxygenate the pe uh, pineal and pituitary glands. It increases the activity of leukocytes, defending the body against infection, which is why I love frankincense. And I love um, putting it on my body. It's, it's, you know, even a, a man could wear frankincense and it would be okay. I add wild orange. It kind of gives it a little bit more of a feminine touch, I guess you could say. But man, it's, it is su such an uplifter and I cannot imagine my life without that. In fact, I even use a uh, frankincense uh, soap bar, which is not from doTERRA, uh, when I'm using soap. So that was kind of just a really quick synopsis on oils. I know it's probably not quite what you were looking for in a podcast today. However, it is part of my mess and I am hoping that it helps somebody out there if you, for any reason, need help with oils, please feel free to reach out to me. Once again, I want to stress that this is not, essential oils are not necessarily the cure for anything. However, I know there are many people that it has helped, including myself. And my entire cabinet area underneath my sink in my bathroom contains essential oils. So I'm so thankful for the person that introduced me to the oils, but I tell you what, I'm also just so thankful for doTERRA for continuing to be a really great company and I'm not promoting them. They are not paying me money. <laughs> They're not asking me to do this. This is just something where I, I feel very strongly about and I really do like this company and I like what they do and I like what they create and market to other people. In fact, they have something called Helping Hands where you're actually helping those in third world countries. You actually raise money for them and, and also teach them. Um, they actually go to third world countries and actually go to the source of these different areas where all these different plants and whatever are, are growing. And they teach the locals how to produce and actually make these essential oils, therefore not taking any jobs away from these people, but actually helping them to learn a living. And that's something that I really, I thoroughly believe in. So I hope that this helped you. I hope that it gives you some, some hope for your future. I hope that it has encouraged you. And I really, really pray that you had a fantastic Hanukkah and just a good time for those of you who are like me, who have your children at home right now to just love on your children, enjoy them. I am not one of those people who is sad that they have children or consider them a curse, which is terrible because they're not. They're a blessing. I don't says children are a blessing. And I think that we should thoroughly enjoy the time that we have with them because it goes by very fast. Now, as I do every single week, I'm going to leave you with the ironic benediction, 
which you can find in Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 to 26. Yibarek Akadonai Vayishmareka Yahirdonai Panavaleka Vehuneka Yisadonai Panavaleka Vehusimneka And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Bashem Yeshua Sashalom, in the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace. Amen. Once again, have a fantastic week. And remember, you know, I don't know, I made these different plants and trees and things for us to use. And I believe you're supposed to use all of them, which includes being able to condense them into an oil to further help. Because you better believe that they used oils in ancient times. Have a fantastic week and hopefully you'll tune in again next week. Please feel free to message me at MessyMessianicMama.com or you can email me at ELMMM3 at ProtonMail.com That's E as in Echo, L as in Lemur, M as in Mike, M as in Mike, M as in Mike, the number three at protonmail.com. Also feel free to leave me a one minute voicemail message at anchor.fm forward slash Erica Lacasse. There's a button on my anchor website that says leave a voicemail. Thank you so much. And remember to leave all messages short and sweet and to the point. And I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you.